Hello and welcome to the Ultimate Audio Bang, Rock Paper Shotgun's fortnightly podcast where we keep you updated on all things online shooters. But as always, today I'm joined once again by Imogen. How's it going? Yeah, it's going good, thank you. Uh, it's been a busy week this week, I think. I've had a, a few interviews to do and I, I sorted out all the, the Annapurna showcase last night, which was which was fun. Uh, they got the the new cat game Stray coming out, which I think I'm I'm very much looking forward to. Not a first person shooter, but the cat does has a laser in which they can blast little bugs away with. So what? You know? <laughs> okay, I'm immediately interested in this. It Just looks great. Yeah. Like I, I watched like a little bit of of. The, like the gameplay and I, I just really like the way the cat moved like they've got that like spot on the cat animations are great they have 10 out of 10 I would like to meet the cat I think that did the mo. they must have had a cat that did motion capture for a right like that makes sense yeah sure. and a voice actor <laughs> I can sort of just see like a human being trying to motion capture the cat and that's, <laughs> that's a very good stuff um, but no that does look good and I assume the other games are quite sort of emotional uh, knowing Annapurna. Oh yeah, yeah, a hundred percent. There was a one called A Memoir Blue, which they announced, and that was very, um, you know, like a slow emotional song. It's a story about a mother and a daughter. You know, the typical Annapurna stuff. <laughs> Although there was one, um, was it Neon White, which sort of is kind of like not FPSy, but um, yeah. Well, well, they had a couple is, of right? weird yeah. ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's um, Neon White is a speed running FPS. So it's kind of like, it's a bit like mirrors edgy um, and you do like parkour uh, and like eliminate demons uh, in heaven. Uh, and then also it's like got dating some aspects as well. It's like, it's oh, meant to be like Persona. Uh, excellent. Yeah. And it seems to like have some card game mechanics in there. It's like a real mashup, I think. Of yeah, yeah. Bunch yeah. Of things. Proper um, mashup. That looks, that looks good. Oh, well, it sounds like you've had a very, a very busy time. It has. It's been um, a full on week. And now, now to relax with some smooth podcasting. Of course. And, and before we get to the news this week, we of course need to take a quick ad break. This episode is sponsored by Wild Bill's Craft Beverage Company. Imogen, uh, do you enjoy a soft drink? I do, yeah. I love a good soft drink. Oh, well, that's very convenient because then you quite like what our sponsor, Wild Bill's Craft Beverage Company, have to offer. Uh, they've got soft drinks in flavours like black cherry, orange cream, sarsaparilla and Dr. Bill's molasses. Those sound like very, very good cowboy drinks. Uh, and where might I be able to buy those, Ed? Well, uh, unfortunately, those aren't available in the UK, which is gutting. Uh, but for our American listeners across the bond, you can head to drinkwildbills.com and use the code CHEERS15 at checkout for 15% off your first order. Yeehaw, that, that sounds like a, a deal and a half. So, on to the news. Uh, and in this segment, Imogen's going to take us through what's been going on in the world of online shooter news. So, yeah, the first story we have is Splitgate, which is a new online shooter. Uh, hooray, we love those. Um, it's kind of like Halo, uh, but with portals. Like, you can you can shoot portals onto walls and just, like, go through them to, to shoot someone from behind that might have been getting you. Um, and it's free to play and it was planning to move from beta into full launch, uh, this week, uh, or last week, this week. Um, and 
they have said, no, actually, we're going to push back the launch because so many people wanted to play it uh, that they want to, the devs uh, at uh, 1047 Games want to upgrade the servers. They want to to make it so more people can play because it had 2 million downloads during the oh open beta. Oh, God. Um, which is a lot. Uh, I, unfortunately, was not one of those people. I missed the beta for this, um, I think, because I was away at the time. Um but it looks really good. I definitely want to try it out. It does look kind of like Halo's kind of old arena combat, um, but with portals, which is real cool. I, I am definitely in for this as well. I, I am also, uh, I, I miss this too. I just, to be honest, I didn't really sort of know it existed. I think I got it mixed up with another game called like Lemnis Gate. I don't oh, even yeah. know. Yeah, I think no, that's that's, sort of that is also another shooter. <laughs> another shooter with kind of similar vibes, maybe. Um but no, this looks this looks cool. It is basically just just Halo with portals, isn't it? I'm just watching the gameplay now. Um, I, I I think like I'm a bit intimidated by it because I'm not very good at like a portal. So I feel like <laughs> with shooter <laughs> mechanics and incredibly fast speeds, I'm just going to get you know just shot in the back like loads um, and not really understand what I'm doing. Mm. Um, but yeah, I'd lo- I honestly I'd love to watch like professional players play this game. You know, yeah, I'd, I feel like it'd be make make some cool moments. Yeah, I'm curious if there are like some really good portal players that have had a go at it because that's kind of yeah. the, that would be interesting, right? Because they, I don't know, I feel like when you watch good portal players do like these weird and wonderful crazy portal maps, they kind of just like know what they're doing at all times with the portals they're throwing out. Cause it's like, it's a weird mechanic because it kind of can just throw you out kind of wherever, obviously where you want it to go. But yeah, I'm just, I'm interested if there are people who are really good at portal who have then played this and just outsmarting absolutely everyone. Like, <laughs> yeah. It's quite a cool thing actually that like maybe smarts are more important in this split gate than, than like aim and stuff. Obviously aim and things mm. will be important, but It'd be, it's quite interesting to see maybe if, you know, if you can outsmart it, like people, then, you know, that's what matters in this. Yeah. It's a, t- a testament to game sense versus aim, I think, this game might be. Um, you just sort of wonder how, like, I get, oh, we need to play it, but you sort of wonder how often you can create these portals and whether, how they sort of stop players from just constantly backstabbing you <laughs> and things <laughs> like that, because that would just be so annoying eventually. Um but no, I'm I'm sort of I'm I'm into this. I'm sort of amazed it got so many um downloads, honestly. Um, yeah, I mean I think people are really excited for Halo Infinite. And this is kind of like another free to play FPS that's a bit like Halo. So, you know, why not? Give it a go. Yeah, exactly. Um so it's it's been delayed until August. So it's actually it's not not too long now until uh, we'll get to go a bit more hands-on with it, which would be exciting. <laughs> I'm definitely going to give it a go. Um, yeah, me too, for sure. I mean, August, man, that's the eighth month of the year and that's coming up real fast. <laughs> yeah, that is that is just scary. It's just dawned on me how much of the year has gone away. <laughs> Good. Thanks, Splitgate, for the yes. reminder. Yes, thank you, Splitgate. <laughs> Speaking of Halo Infinite, we have now seen a bit of a bit of footage from Halo Infinite's first full multiplayer match, um, which, again, very cool. It's Halo. It looks like Halo. Uh, there is a technical preview, I believe, going on this weekend. I unfortunately I signed up for it. I don't think don't think I've gotten in. I'm very sad about that. <laughs> but you know, not the end. I will. We'll get to play it at some point. Um, 
yeah, but but for now, it looks good. I mean, if you if you want to watch the that, you can find it on rockpapershotgun.com. Um, but what, what do you reckon, Ed? Have you have you watched any of this this footage yet? Yeah, I, I watched um, like a massive nerd. I watched like the entire match preview, not the like the whole one hour thirty one minutes, but like some at some point in that video, there's like yeah. a full game. Um, and I watched that, and it it looked like you're right. It looks like Halo, um, <laughs> but I think that's a really good thing. Like it looks like kind of maybe old Halo, not yeah. not like the new ones, but like the the classics. Um, just like the the way the guns look and and seem to feel, you can feel them through the screen. They uh-huh. look they look good, you know. Um, so I, I'm well up for it. I also signed up for that like Halo Insider thing. Um, to see if I could to get in, but but no, uh, nothing. Master Chief has not called called upon me we for rubbish. this one. We don't play Splitgate. We're not playing Halo. I know. We and we call I, ourselves first person shooter podcasters, man. What the fuck? I just I just really I like I really really want to play this as well. It's just <laughs> just absolutely devastating that you know I'm going to be watching people like on Twitch or on YouTube having a great time. Um, so yeah, I like there there isn't actually a huge amount to say. I'm just sort of happy that it looks like old Halo. Um and I guess it'll be interesting to see sort of w- what people's thoughts are on it because it's like the first time that people will really get hands on um with it. Mm-hmm. Um so yes, uh, also kind of intrigued by um sort of art, like whether you're able to sort of customize your armor and sort of how much is actually available in this in this preview um aside from shooting bots and things yeah um, i mean in the full game was that a thing for customizing armor in in halo i think it was yeah right? yeah yeah sort of i remember three and reach which i played um a lot of you could sort of customize your armor you'd sort of rank up i think and um you'd, you'd unlock weird and wonderful armor you can sort of mix and match um so i assume uh, that'll be in this in this preview, at least a little snippet of it, because um, that's as exciting, honestly, as as the shooting to me, <laughs> making making your character look cool. Are you are you the sort of person that goes goes for like armor that's absolutely going to blend into the environment? Like, are you one of those people, or are you just like, nah, I want to look pretty, like I want to look uh, good? Yeah, yeah like, I'm I'm not like into the whole camo thing. I, I just want to <laughs> look. I want to look as as good as possible when I'm Hell out yeah. on the out on the battlefield. Um, or like I'm I'm very like picky. Like I don't like wearing what other people are wearing. You know? Oh, uh, yeah, no, hard same. If anyone on my team has ever got like the same stuff as me, I'm like, well, now I have to change. Yeah, I don't know what it is. I've just <laughs> got to, I've just got to like be as unique as possible. Whether and and that can often lead to like some fashion disasters where like I'm forcing myself to wear something that kind of looks rubbish, but <laughs> because no one else is wearing it, I'm like, yep. this is great. I'm looking good, guys. Well, I'm, I'm hoping that that'll be be in this one. I think, I think, um. From the the new story that, that Craig has put together, there are some improvements on old uh, old Halo games. So it says that pickups will be collected um, immediately instead of activated. Oh, activated on collection rather. Um, and also, if you die, any pickups you get um, that you haven't activated, uh, enemy players can can loot off of you. So I think I've seen a couple of instances of invisibility pickups going on here, which are always good fun. Just to I kind of I like using invisibility in these sorts of games to just run around. I don't really do anything with it. 
just kind of like observe what everybody else is doing. I'm like, oh, there's a fight going on over there. All right. Okay. <laughs> so you don't just go go aggressive. You're just like, right, I'm just going just gonna to chill out and yeah. let everyone else, you know, have a good time. Yeah. That's fair, that's fair really, enough. You can't really do it in Apex because the only character that, or used to be able to go invisible was Mirage. And uh, you can you went invisible for a bit and it was always so quick that you just kind of get mowed down. But I don't know. Yeah, in, in games where you, in like this, where you have the option to be invisible for like a, a period of time. So just hang out. I'm just going to go see what's going on over there. <laughs> I don't like, I'm going to try and understand that, but I, I just don't, I'm sorry, <laughs> but I just don't, I just don't understand that. I just that. like to observe. I just like to, <laughs> just like to hang out for a bit. This is always so, you know, full on, you know, it's a death match. Everyone's trying to kill each other. I'm like, now I have a moment of respite to collect my thoughts, have a look what everybody else is doing, get a lay at the land. And then I'll pop back out somewhere and then get shot immediately because I'm not actually paying that much attention. Yeah, I was going to say, like, I mean, you're using the advantage of being invisible just to chill, which I can kind yeah. of respect. I sort of, maybe I am getting getting more on board with it. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I look forward to your thoughts on the invisibility once you get, uh, once we all hopefully get called in yeah. uh, by Master Chief to, to by try Master out. Master Chief. We're ready. Ready to be uh, recruited. Yeah, please recruit me. I'm, I'm ready <laughs> today. <laughs> Let me in, Master Chief. Oh dear. All right. Next on the news list, we've got PUBG. There's been a leak to suggest it's going to free to play and also getting a zombie mode, which is quite cool. Um, I have never played PUBG because you have always had to buy it. And I've thought, well, that doesn't look as good as other Battle Royale games. So I'm not going to buy it. <laughs> um, but if it goes free to play, I'll probably give it a go. Yeah. I, I like I, I've played a bunch back in the day. I haven't touched it in in a long time, um, but yeah, free free to play is good. I'm sure it'll attract like a hell of a lot of people. Like you know any like any free to play game. I think um, yes. I think uh, the the zombies zombies is is exciting. Like I again, I would be tempted to jump back in if if there's a zombies mode. Um, I I sort of wonder how that would work. I like I assume you just sort of drop in, and you face face off against waves of them or something. Yeah, um, I mean, it doesn't seem like there's a lot of a lot of info on it. It says it's like a potential zombie survival mode, um, which has been data mined. But like, yeah, there's not a whole lot to suggest what that will actually consist of. Like, I wonder if it will be yeah, like Call of Duty, like like wave based kind of things, or if it will be. Don't know. Yeah, I, I think PUBG could do quite a good zombies mode. Yeah, because like it's very kind of finding and looting stuff is quite not intense, but it's quite like technical. There's like a lot of attachments going on, a lot sure. of like inventory management um, and things like that, and it's quite sort of like realistic in that sense. Um, so maybe. I could see kind of dropping into a map and and finding loot and sort of, um, you know, getting the right number of attachments on your guns and slowly powering up um, and sort of running out of bullets and things like that could be quite quite interesting. I can sort of mm. see that working with it. If it's like zombie survival, I wonder if it will be like you say about like finding attachments and things like that. If it will be like an like an actual survival game, I'm trying, I can't think of a single one now. Like seven days to die, like that's proper zombie survival, right? It's not going to be like that, absolutely not. But would be cool if you could have to like find 
things and survive around like a really big map instead of it being like wave based or something you know yeah yeah i think like without that arcadey feel of like other games i think it yeah. could work like almost like a bit like daisy or something I- i've not played daisy before but i've seen footage <laughs> and it looks like quite sort of like slow and yeah um, you know you have to sort of loot gradually and watch yourself because your resources are are low and you know death is around the corner and things like that um so yeah i can i can see PUBG doing quite well off it honestly yeah less arcadey more leaning into actual survival yeah for sure it's just like whether like the trouble with PUBG is to me it just doesn't feel that good to play like it still it feels quite sort of janky yeah. Um, and like a good thing about zombies is like it feel like in other games like shooting zombies and things sort of feels quite good and satisfying. Yeah. Whereas like will that sort of translate in PUBG if you know if the gun plays a little bit? It just feels ancient that game to me. And like sure. I don't know, will shooting zombies feel good? Will will those zombies? Because if they're sort of sprinting at you or something, like hypothetically, <laughs> like I could just see that being really, really tough. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, sometimes the gunplay in games that are PvP doesn't feel as good against other players. But sometimes when it's PvE and you're just fighting like the computer or like zombies or whatever else, it does actually feel a little bit better. So I wonder if perhaps it would actually just do better as a, as a PvE zombie shooting game. Who knows? Yeah. Yeah, but maybe it'll it do might like... be free to play, so we can all find out. <laughs> yeah, maybe it'll do like a Fortnite, and then like you know, the the PvP stuff will just be totally kind of. Or I think it was the other way around. Was it Fortnite was PVE, then yeah. went PvP? Maybe they this will like do a like a battle royale mode, and then suddenly the battle royale mode was not the backup; it was the game. The game. Maybe this is PUBG. You know, it'll it'll be like, no, we're gonna gonna throw away the PvP now. We're going all in on yeah. on on zombies. Experience. Sold the battle royale, only zombies. That works for me. I love a good zombie shooting game. Yeah, like I genuinely genuinely be up for this. Um, so yeah, good stuff. Um, next on our list is some Apex Legends. Um, lots of new things coming next week for Apex. We've got a new character, Sia, who looks incredibly cool. Um, and I will always say it is my new main. Um, and also they are, well, like they, they're decimating another map. There's, there's like, <laughs> so World's Edge, um, one of the maps has been in the game for a little while now, getting loads of new changes. Um, I think roughly the lore of it is that Hammond, who are the evil corporation, whatever, that run all this stuff, um, have been mining it for resources. They've mined it a little bit too hard and now the ground has opened up and loads of lava fishes, lava fishes. I sound like I said lava fishes then, which is definitely not what I said. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Lava fishes have opened up across the map, um, making loads more uh, like unsafe zones and stuff like that, um, which is very cool. And the pictures look look really cool. Uh, But also the best part, Ed, the best part is they're putting uh, a gondola, multiple gondolas, moving gondolas. Because this is the map that used to have the train, and the train was amazing because it was just a you know moving bit of oh it was <laughs> yeah, I loved it love for this. so yeah. much fun. But so but that's gone completely now, which is very sad. However, gondolas, the new train, the gondolas, and like um, like right. So a gondola, if I remember correctly, are those things which 
you encounter in like a lake or something and it's shaped like a swan and you like pedal with a friend. Is that a gondola? No. No, what? You're joking. What are they? I think that's a pedalo. Is that a pedalo? No. I really... Because that's what I literally was thinking. I was like, oh my God, that that's incredible. I would um, also take those in Apex Legends, to be fair. Just a little little swan pedalo on some lava. Probably wouldn't be able to pedal it in lava. Uh, but no, a gondola is... Um, so you know like when you go skiing or like to a resort uh, or there's like, like a big cliff and they're like big... Um, what are they? God, they're like they're like <laughs> lifts that go along wires that will like take you up a mountain. You know, like they're like a, you get uh, inside like a, a thing. Right, right. So it's like kind of like a cable car. Yeah, sort like a cable of car. Thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, I see. <laughs> right. <laughs> I was like so convinced that it was like a swan boat, basically. Um, oh, and that, I needed that. And that, like, just. Seer would just you know the new new character and you know yeah. jump in with your mates and out. pedal around uh-huh. <laughs> and there'll be like a mounted gun on it or something. It's like oh, whoa, this is please cool. respawn new mode for Apex. <laughs> Put us in some little swan pedalos. Let us have a good time. Oh. Wow. Okay. So, so but no, but gondolas. So, so gondolas. <laughs> Well, uh, so you, I assume you just hop into the pod and you just you just share. Yeah, so they're they're like pretty open, I think. Um, so you can like get in from either side, and that uh, they they there are some already on the world's edge map, I think, but they are static; they are not actually moving, and you can like jump across them and stuff. Um, but yes, yeah, so I think they're putting more in, basically, where there's there's this new new lava um, appearing um, that are moving up and down, uh, and they look oh really cool. My. There's like a, a tiny little segment in the uh, trailer where you can see people fighting through them i mean the trailer always looks so much cooler than it is actually to play but i don't know i have high hopes they look like fun it's, it's not going to be like the train though where like if you get killed in one you can kind of just scoot your way off while you're downed because if you do that on a gondola you will just fall into fire so we'll see we'll see how that goes yeah, that's that's uh, it's very exciting. <laughs> like there is like a t- like a slight tinge of disappointment like in my head. I'm like, it's just not quite as like good as I thought it would be. Like just because I was expecting like pedalos. You were, uh, but again, it's just another learning experience. I just learn a lot in this podcast. You, you really do. I think um, <laughs> just... maybe maybe in in the future, one of our themes should be what has Ed learned <laughs> yeah, from doing like... the podcast. <laughs> all about lactose intolerance and now uh oh well no it's like gluten-free stuff i don't even it was that's another week i guess lactose intolerance um because yeah. find out more on the yeah, next episode <laughs> uh okay elsewhere elsewhere at apex anyway we've got this new character seer coming and um he is like a he's a tracker so kind of like bloodhound um where bloodhound can, can sort of see where enemies have been um and so Sia has these little drones. I think when 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 this character is aimed down sights, they can it reveals like a little bit of info about where enemies might be. Um, and if they think that they found someone, they can send out a load of little drones, which will properly reveal an enemy's location. Um, and then his ultimate ability sends out these little drones again and creates like a big blue pretty orb um, that if enemies travel through it, uh, he will basically be able to know where they are and it's like it's it's like it's massive so it covers like a, a good portion of right. like an area or a building that you're in um and uh, yeah it will tell him where where they are basically which is which is 
interesting. Like they, uh, the devs have said that it's, he's more like a stealthy kind of character. So you kind of would use these to, I suppose, find where people are, maybe not necessarily use that to get yourself into a fight, but maybe get yourself out or, or do some sneakiness around it. Um, but yeah, and the character design itself looks great. Yeah, I love like the the hats going on. Um, yeah, he looks just like super cool, honestly. <laughs> he's like a super <laughs> slick guy. Um, yeah, I think he he sounds sounds cool. Sounds like Bloodhound a little bit. Um, and I think that blue sphere, I, like when you were when you were describing it, I was like, well, if it's a small one, then people could just get out of the way. But clearly, yeah. it's like a huge thing that will like players will be forced to kind of move through it. Mm. It does seem like it covers like a good bit of ground, and I, th- I think the devs have said as well, like if players are like walking or crouching through that they can go undetected if you know that you're in the sphere and you're like crouch and you sneak around you you can go reasonably undetected but obviously it's kind of hard in a game like apex you don't normally do a lot of sneaking it's you're normally just sprinting everywhere so yeah i think it's going to catch some people out for sure yeah i could see it being quite good in like a final circle or something if you could sort of slap it down and then you can kind of like confirm where like the final final enemies are cuz you know if they yeah if they're not there, then you kind of know that, well, they're probably in the space. You've not just blue speared. Um, yeah, that's a good um, point. I hadn't thought about it as a, as a late game ability. Yeah. Late game ability. Yeah. No, that's because, yeah, you could, once the circle is kind of reasonably small, you've got a few buildings left, a few little pockets left, and you're like, well, I need to know where the people are. Yeah, fire it out and kind of eliminate at least an area or, or find people. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, you could sort of do that, or or I was thinking maybe God, this 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 seer sounds good because I was thinking maybe you could like throw it in like a tunnel or something. If you need yeah. to watch your back, you could like throw it in a tunnel, and then you could sort of see if people are going to come up behind you or something. So it sounds quite cool. Like I can see, yeah, sort of stealth, but also you could probably use it like in so many different ways. That thing. I do. I do feel like he's not going to be as useful in the three v three mode because. These all seem like abilities that are good, like to maybe like stop third partying in the battle royale, or just like get a good lay of the land in a bigger map. Whereas the arena maps are quite small, and you're only fighting one other team, then it's generally pretty obvious where they are. So I feel like he's maybe going to be not of as much use in that. But yeah, we'll see. Maybe they'll they'll do some tweaks to it because and a few of the other characters have minor tweaks to their abilities in arenas to make them um, slightly more viable. So oh, that's interesting. Well. Yeah, I'm sure like Seer sounds good anyway for like the main mode. Yeah, um, absolutely. Uh, yeah, look forward to sort of seeing people come up with interesting ways to use those like abilities. Sounds like yes, absolutely. That's one of the most fun things is is seeing like Reddit clips or Twitter clips of people just doing some weird stuff with abilities and being like, oh, okay, that's a thing you can do. Yeah, I just like that the little drones from from the chest as well. That's a just in it, just because we can. That's, yeah, why not? It. I mean, they're not. They are in like a little, a little pocket thing on his chest. It's not like he's not just like pulling just, them out of his body. Generated, yeah, <laughs> from like just flesh. Okay, so he's got like a little, uh, a little gold diamond looking yeah, thing in his chest. It's like a little container. Ah, uh, okay. Um, Although I'm, I'm curious as to how because so his whole like background trailer was like he he's the son of a princess born on a cursed night or something, and so he's got pretty weird eyes that can see lots of things. Um, 
but like his eyes don't seem to be really part of any of these abilities. It's, he seems to channel it through the little drones. I don't. I mean, I don't know how that works. It, it doesn't really matter, I suppose. But I'm interested because I like. I like to know. I like to ask these questions. Yeah, like, you like the dark lore. Like I'm sure there is some dark lore to to see. Um, for some reason, like his hat, I thought that his hat would also be like a weapon, a bit like Odd Job from. Um, James Bond, who like has that <laughs> saw hat that he'd yeah, like yeah, fling. Yeah, yeah. I sort of thought that might be an ability just from looking at him. But um, yeah, I did as well. It's a bit like um, Cipher's hat in Valorant because Cipher can like throw. Oh, yeah. It's not a weapon, but he like uses his hat as like a as a tracking thing. Actually, um, when if you down an enemy as as Cipher, he, and you have your ultimate ready, he like throws his hat out over the person, and it reveals all the other enemy locations. Um, so I did wonder if it was something like that, but but maybe maybe not. Maybe do all trackers just have the real cool hats? Yeah, that's is true. That yeah, the, is that the vibe? That's like the vibe. If you're like a cool like a cool customer, and you like you know where people are, then you have to wear a good hat. Clearly, yeah. um, I'm not there yet in in my life. I've not become a good tracker. <laughs> um, but maybe if I take up like I bet there's a course in becoming like a, a like a hunting tracker person. Like when you go out into the woods and like look at um, dung, look at like if you're able to identify <laughs> like animal dung, you know, uh-huh, yeah. I feel like that's when you you know that you're a tracker, and that's when I get like a special hat. Um, so you, you don't get a certificate; they just they grant you a really heckin' cool hat. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. so I mean, me and you maybe we could go on like a course so we can get our hats. <laughs> um, maybe that'll be like the final episode. That'll be like the round off final episode. It's <laughs> Just... over because we've gone into the woods to become trackers with special hats. Yes, and, and, and like identified fifty types of like dung by like picking it up <laughs> and like sniffing it and stuff. <laughs> See it, very good. Yeah, I'll vibe with it. Uh, yeah, yeah. So that's I think that's about it for Apex Legends. Um, I think next season starts on August third, so that's uh, on Tuesday next week, which is exciting. And also, actually, there's a little bit more. There's going to be a ranked arenas mode coming. So uh, arenas is great. Um, and yeah, we'll get to find out for real how good we all actually are at arenas. And I bet it's not as good as we all think. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I, I know I'm terrible at Apex, so it's fine. <laughs> So, on to our theme this week. Uh, this is the bit where we focus on a topic and have a good old discussion about it. Uh, this week, we're diving into what games got us started in shooters in the first place. Um, so, Imogen, uh, can you recall sort of any games back in the day that might have got you kind of hooked on on an online shooter? Yeah, so I've been thinking about this, and it's online shooter, right, is what, what we're going to go with, because my earliest games that were technically shooters were the old Ratchet and Clank games uh, on PlayStation. And I mean, and they are shooters because there's loads of guns, but they weren't online shooters. So I think my first online shooters that I played that were proper PvP would have been Destiny. Because Ah. I, so I moved on to Destiny from, I really liked Mass Effect and Mass Effect had um, an online mode, but it was, is the Mass Effect 3 multiplayer, which is amazing. And I would like more people to play it to this day. Um, but yeah, so that I was recommended Destiny off of the back of Mass Effect because it's, hey, more sci-fi. Um, and yeah, that was the first time I played loads of PvP and that was on PS4 uh, during uni. Um, and I 
maybe didn't do as well at uni as I should have done in the years that I played an absolute fuck ton of Destiny. Um, yeah, and I, do you know what? I, I kind of miss those days because playing Destiny on the PS4, I was really good at it. And oh. like, I feel like I have never been as good at games as I was when I used to play Destiny. <laughs> like, so I, I did peak. I peaked when I was like 18, 19 playing Destiny in my in my halls at uni. Um, and ever since I have, I've not been it's, it's so good. And, and, and that's kind of, that's happened because I moved to PC, I think. Because right. playing on PC is so vastly different to playing with a controller. Um, and I, and I learned how to play mouse and keyboard and I did try destiny and mouse and keyboard. And the, the pain that you feel when you're like, you know exactly what you should be doing. And your head is like, I know what to do in this situation exactly, but your yeah. hands cannot physically do it is like, oh, it's the worst feeling in the world. I, I sort of had that with, um, oh, I guess I didn't play Counter-Strike with, um, with a controller, but like, I remember sort of like, you know, used to play a lot of, I had like an Xbox 360 and all of that stuff. And I sort of jumped into C- uh, like Counter-Strike Source, I think it mm. was. And like, it was like, oh, I don't really use mouse and keyboard. Let's give it a go. Um, oh my God, <laughs> like just got absolutely rolled. Like so, and then then I just stopped playing. So I was like, oh my God, this is just a different world. <laughs> I, I, I know that I need to like shoot these people, but I don't, I, I don't understand my brain. Uh, I feel like Counter-Strike is, is the early one for a lot of people, right? Yeah, I think Counter-Strike is, like, weirdly, so I played a little bit of Source, but I don't think that was the first shooter that I played, um, weirdly. For me, I think it was, at least I've got very good memories of Rainbow Six Vegas. Um, I don't know if you if you know that one. I do know it, I've not played it, but I do know it. Yeah, yeah. like, um, I have good memories of it, because... I remember um, creating my Xbox Live account um, sort of on that day, uh, having Rainbow Six Vegas. I remember sitting in my living room, getting the little like headset on, um, jumping into like a lobby and just like timidly kind of going like, is, is anyone there kind of thing? Like, hello, like can, can like the world and the team hear me? Um, and yeah, I made like a like a really good sort of couple of mates from from Rainbow Six Vegas Aww. and and playing that game. Um, and I was like quite young at the time. I was st- like still at school and stuff. And this was kind of when I think Xbox Live was um, really taking off. I'm pretty yeah. certain. Um, but yeah, Rainbow Six Vegas was was great. Like I wouldn't say it's a first person shooter, but you know it was like um, or no, it was. It was sort of like a weird hybrid. It was like kind of when you're moving around and stuff, it was first person. But then they were like, you get into cover and then it would switch like a third person view. Yeah. Um, and that, that was quite interesting to me. There was a lot of like cover shooting. And I remember kind of similar to Halo, that the fashion game was super strong. Like you had to have a good fashion game in Rainbow Six Vegas. There's oh, so yeah. many like armor types and camouflages and things like that. Um, yeah, a, a great time uh, with Rainbow. That was the same for for Destiny. Largely, it's, it's all about the fashion. Everybody, like, yeah, I don't, I can't even describe it. There, there was constant arguments about which class was the most fashionable. Yeah, which show? Uh, which class did you did you play? Now I played Titan, which and I feel like I get bullied a lot. 
<laughs> for playing Titan because the, the memes in Destiny were like the Titans are the crayon eaters, right? And I was like, but come on, like... <laughs> <laughs> See, I, I like I I missed the boat on the first Destiny. Uh, I but in Destiny two, I I played uh, I played Titan as well. I, I tried them all, uh, and I I just really liked Titan. So it's you fun. know, I'm, yeah, it is fun, right? I'm pretty sure they must have been quite similar. Destiny one, Destiny two, Titans. You know, it's bit sort of big big boys who like slamming the ground and charging and stuff. Exactly. I I like it. In, in- before before Destiny, I would typically play characters that were more more like like stealthy or like squishy, like like hunters in Destiny. And I purposefully, when I first started playing Destiny, I was like, you know what, I'm gonna play something completely different from what I would normally choose. And so I chose to play Titan and just go all in. I loved it. Like you just run around shoulder bashing everything, and that is just pure joy. Yeah, there's nothing better. Like the 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 hunters and stuff. The only thing I liked about the hunter was the the jump they have. They have a nice jump. Like you're able to do like a little, like I don't know what it is, like a nice double jump, which yeah, is nice yeah. and hoppy and stuff. Um, but yeah, you just don't get stuck in. You don't get stuck in if you're not a titan. Um, so yeah, I I I'm with you. I support your titan. <laughs> I miss Destiny a lot when I think about it because that was that was my first proper PvP shooter, and. I had so much fun with it. I didn't really play with anyone. I played it by myself a lot. Um, so like I would do a lot of the strike, the PvE missions and stuff by myself. Um, and then I would I would dabble in PvP just to get like my um your bounties and things like that. Um, yeah. So did you like did you mainly play it solo then? Or yeah, yeah mainly played it solo. That's interesting. Yeah. Um which I think I just didn't really have any friends that played games in real life and i think being like an 18 19 year old girl i was far too afraid to put my voice comms on ever to talk to people so i was just like so i was but i was just quite happy like playing by myself like which is weird for destiny because it's a really social game and (laughs) when i and i now have a a massive group of friends that uh, i play games and stuff with and yeah I, i did eventually find um so my partner when we met in uni uh, he played Destiny as well, and so we ended up playing that together. And I ended up playing with um, a bunch of friends uh, based off of that as well. And uh, and that was weird for me because I was like, I'm so used to doing this solo. Like, yeah. what are you all doing? Like, this isn't yeah. how I would do this. Yeah, were well, you just like, I've optimized yeah. this for myself, yeah. and now you guys are here, and this sucks. And they were like, all, like teaching me about what the best guns and stuff are. I'm like, I just use the guns that I that are best for me. I like, I have optimized, yeah, exactly what I want and how I like to play. Like leave me alone I'm gonna use this rifle and you can shove it up your ass because <laughs> <laughs> they they say don't they that like fr- like things with friends are always better but clearly in this case it was like absolutely <laughs> no I had my not. thing man I had my thing going on and it was fine <laughs> I like I'm quite sad I missed the Destiny boat actually because I feel like Destiny 2 I sort of jumped on that bandwagon like the moment it started and I, and I really enjoyed it for a period but I feel like Destiny 1 was like sort of peak peak destiny i feel like people look back on that with like really fun memories yeah i agree and i think they brought a lot of destiny one stuff over to destiny 2 because i think it was just good content like um like the i think more recently they had the the vault of glass raid which was yeah destiny one's first raid oh yeah yeah Uh, okay Um, yeah and that raid's great like that i have such good memories of of doing that with with random people that I'd found on like looking for group websites and also with people that I eventually made uh, friends with. 
just yeah that, that was a really tough read as well and uh, it was I, it was cool to hear that they put that in destiny 2 and that almost tempted me to go and try destiny 2 again because i did play destiny 2 um played it on playstation then played it on pc a tiny bit um and i just didn't like it i had like i have like 400 hours in destiny 1 tried destiny 2 played it for 30 hours dropped it immediately have not touched it since <laughs> like i just it just killed it for me a little bit i think yeah, it's like it was quite. I mean, I never played the first, but I I, I sort of got the vibe that um, Destiny Two. Well, we know that it kind of watered it down a touch, didn't it? Like it yeah. wasn't quite as RPG as as the first, um, and people weren't quite on board with that. And also the fact that you had to kind of, you know, you had three hundred, four hundred hours in Destiny, and then you just have to like start over. Yeah, <laughs> as well. I'm sure a lot of people were just like, actually, you know what? I, I just can't do this again. I think the issue with it was as well as it felt like Destiny 1.5. It was like, mm. you could bring your character over and stuff. And it was fundamentally like the same game with a few changes. But yeah, it was the fact that you kind of had to restart your, like a lot of progress and that. And it's just, I don't know, man. Yeah, just killed it for me. And I felt like the content in Destiny 2 as well was a bit naff compared to what Destiny 1 had ended up doing. Um, cause like destiny one started out when it first came out and was a bit naff as well. Um, and then eventually it got loads of content like the taken King DLC, which was amazing. Um, and uh, I think rise of iron as well was the last DLC the first one had. Um, and that was really good as well. And then to go from that into destiny two, which was just bare bones, absolutely nothing in it again. I was just like, you can't do this again, man. Like... Just, we know that you can do good stuff, Bungie. Just put the good stuff in it. <laughs> yeah, like I haven't touched Destiny in in so long now. It's kind of it, it's one of those games where you just if you like tune out for like a week or two, you miss just so much. And I just don't. I just oh, can't yeah. deal. I just can't deal with that anymore. Like yeah, it's um, daunting. It's daunting now to think about going back to Destiny two and opening up my inventory and being like, I don't know what any of these missions mean. I don't know what any of these guns do. And I'm like, that's enough to put me off. Yeah. And I think that's what like sort of the the games of old, the shooters of old, kind of I, I miss that. You could just put them down for a while and they'd still essentially be the same. Yeah. <laughs> like there might be a few new maps, but that's it. And they were a lot more sort of pick up and play and they're always still going to be fun. Whereas sometimes nowadays these online live service stuff is just, you just miss out. Um, a lot if you're if you're not constantly playing. I, I remember getting very big into to Gears of War as well. Oh, I'm a yeah. huge Gears of War fan. Um and I remember playing the first one a lot, multiplayer wise. I'm like a big sort of um a big supporter of of Gears of War. I feel like a lot of people don't actually like Gears. And they make <laughs> fun of me for for being a Gears liker. But I thought the multiplayer was excellent. Um it's like lots of shotgun battles which is which is great and you had to like bounce off walls to outplay people and yeah there's a lot of depth to gears and see this is this is how you can tell that we we have had different consoles because you you're a big gears boy which was xbox and i was big destiny girl which was playstation yes we've differed from our beginnings and then moved on to pc which ultimately you know is the best form anyway Yes, it's it's brought us together. That divide is now closed, and it's brought us together <laughs> uh, on on mouse and keyboard, and occasionally plugging in my Xbox controller. Yeah. 
I still plug in my PlayStation controller. <laughs> yeah, there's still that kind of like, there's still, yeah, we still can't get quite past it. Yeah. But we're nearly there. Nearly there. All right, and, and on to names, where one of us presents three player names from a shooter we've played recently that made us laugh or think, who even are these people? Um, so Imogen, uh, it's it's your turn to surprise me with three uh, interesting uh, weird names. Um, so uh, what, yes. what have we got? I'm, so, I'm scared. So as always, I, I'm going to some Valorant names again because I mostly just play Valorant now uh, in my free time with my pals. Um, so the first one I have for you um, is I fought, I think last week it was, in a match against someone named Anxiety Panic Fear. All one word, oh all lowercase. And, you know, my general that- feelings when I play Valorant. <laughs> yeah just like when you're in a club i feel like that that name just brings um that scenario of of like a clutch moment when you're like the last person standing and you've got to take on like four people and your heart is just like absolutely racing um and and that name pretty much sums it up um i sort of hope that that's not (laughs) there that's not like the only emotion uh, that they go through. Yeah, you, <laughs> you would it's hope. It's a tough right? time. Maybe they're just. Well, I see. I thought about this, and I, I'm wondering if maybe they've they've named themselves this on purpose because they're like, hey, you know, the enemy team should fight me. They should fight their anxiety and their panic <laughs> and their fear. And you know, that's deep, man. <laughs> that is super, super deep. I, I hadn't thought of that. That's very deep. The fact that they could overcome their their anxiety, panic, and fear by. By uh, getting a, a headshot um, yeah. <laughs> uh, across the map and uh, taking yeah. down, they're I, actively helping the enemy team because they're like, you know, fight me, fight that anxiety, and you, you're going to come out stronger. Unless you get beaten by them, in which case then you can be yeah, beaten like, by your like, anxiety, panic, su- and fear, which is not great. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say like it's super deep on one one part, but also like quite cruel on the other. Like if you get <laughs> if you get beaten by anxiety, panic, and fear. But then I guess it would then motivate that other player to then, you know, exact revenge um, or, you know, plant the bomb against anxiety, panic and fear. Um, yeah, so, true. Yeah, I, were they, I have to, I feel like I have to ask this, was this a sage player? It was had? not a sage. This was a phoenix. This was a phoenix. Uh, phoenix is the, the fiery boy. Um, and I only clocked this name, I got a screenshot at the beginning of the match so I don't actually know how he ended up performing but within within the space of I think it was two or three rounds he already had three kills so he was doing that's not too bad you know that's doing fairly well um, yeah. so you know congratulations to Anxiety Panic Fear on that match <laughs> yeah like there's there's a depth to that name there is um, that you, you brought to light um, so I hope that Anxiety Panic of Fear is it, it like d- doesn't do well in future matches to support that. Like, yes, <laughs> I think. That's yeah. and, unless it was this that. person just utterly panicking, where they like choose a name, they're like, "Uh, anxiety panic." <laughs> All right. So after we, we've had the we've had the, the deep one. My next one uh, is is in French. The next next name. Oh, and it is mauvais joueur, which uh, I I know from studying French that that means bad player. Uh, and it's all in capital letters. Um, right. But I did look it up, and this it, colloquially, 
like in France, it could also mean bad loser. So, <laughs> and to, to be clear, they did lose the match that I played against them with. So, you know, I'm not sure. I'm not sure what's going on there. Maybe they, they I don't remember them being salty or anything in the chat, but maybe it's just a warning. They're like, look, I'm a bad loser. I'm going to spout some shit at you if you beat me. <laughs> Which is a power play. And like the capital letters suggest that, yeah, they want you to know that. Yeah. Um, I'm guessing they're French. Um, I've never been to, actually, have I been to France? I feel like I've been, yeah, I like went to Nice once upon a time, the beach. I think that's right. Oh, there's, yeah? a, there's a beach there. Um, this is an, I feel like another learning experience is going on here. Um, yeah. Did you play any games on the beach, Ed? I, <laughs> I didn't play any games. Oh, no, I, no, I think I played like um, paddle ball, paddle ball. The, the, oh, yeah? You just like, you know, you, two, two people holding a bat and you just smack the ball about in the air and that, that was fun. Um, no so, gondolas yes. in the ocean. No, no, got no gondolas <laughs> uh, to, to ride out in. Um, yeah, so that those are my just random tangent there, my, uh-huh. my experiences of France. Um, so I'd like to go back um, and uh, maybe have a chat to this this player. Um, yeah. Maybe sort of see if we can, I don't know, sort of bring some positivity to losing because, um, you know, losing is just, you know, it's as important as winning, I think, if we're going to go super deep, you know. Mm. Uh, there's a lot to learn from losing. There um, is. French Valorant player. Um, <laughs> I just feel like the double meaning for their name, because like, it could mean bad player, which in that case, that's an all caps warning to your own team. Like, man, you got a storm <laughs> coming. Or it could mean bad loser, which is a warning to the other team in all caps to be like, look, I might be a dickhead at the end of this. <laughs> Yeah, both both avenues have been explored. Yeah, they're not great options. I, I do find I do find that the the French players that you tend to find that play on the London servers they can be quite mean. They they oh. can be they can be quite mean and uh, don't appreciate it. So maybe this person's just at least you know yeah. warning us warning us of that sort of passionate passionate players of Valorant. Um, yeah. Well. Um, Yes, I would like to go to France again. That's what I'm <laughs> the end of that all, the takeaway. Let's go to France. <laughs> yeah, let's go to France. Can, I like France. Will RPS sponsor us to do an episode from France, please? Yes, I, I would actually love that. Um, bit of paddle ball. That sort of could swing that as an FPS. If we were like wear GoPros on our heads, then that's technically yeah. a first person something. So My last and final entry to names this week. Um, this was a Sky player in Valorant. Um, and their name was Master Uguay Simp. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, like, so who like is Master Master Uguay? Is, yeah. is that someone? Do I you recognise to... the name? Do you recognise it? Um, it like it, it feels familiar. Yeah. I don't know who who it is. A wild, completely random guess, shot in the dark. Who tell um, me who you think Master Uguay see, is? See, I thought Master Uguay is like a character from Star Wars. I don't know why. <laughs> like, it does sound Star Warsy. Yeah, it's just not. Like, okay. So Master Uguay is the the tortoise in Kung Fu Panda. <laughs> no, you're joking. <laughs> That's incredible. Uh, 
Yeah. So this this name is is oh. it's you know the caps where they should be. So capital M for master, capital O for Uguay, capital S for simp. <laughs> uh, you know, a nice a nice organised, grammatically correct uh, username here. <laughs> That's so good. <laughs> uh, I I like. I absolutely love Kung Fu Panda. Like I I. I I love whoever this person is. Like yeah. the fact they simp for Master Uguay. Well, you would, wouldn't you? Master Uguay is the best character. He's great. The elderly tortoise um, with insane kung fu ability. Um, I, I like Kung Fu Panda. Whenever whenever it comes on, and it's often on. Like I swear, it's always on. Actually, thinking yeah, about it, yeah, it's on it. a lot. I feel like it's on the telly just generally a lot. Um, and uh, but I'll always watch it like through to the end every time I stick it on I never switch it off like uh, I it's up there in like one of the greatest hits of like <laughs> I don't know uh, animated things in my opinion oh, yeah. I, I absolutely love it um, yeah, a bit, bit of Jack Black it's great yeah um, uh, is, is it Dream DreamWorks as well I, 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 I don't uh, know if it's yeah, Pixar I think it's DreamWorks um, uh, so yeah shout yeah. out to to them for doing shout out to DreamWorks and shout out to Master Uguay Simp. Master Uguay Simp, I, yeah. I, I can only imagine is the sort of person that, you know, puts Kung Fu Panda on and just like kind of sits and watches it kind of, you know, like half-heartedly. But then when Master Uguay comes on the screen, it's like, hell yeah. Like, <laughs> you know, popcorn's going, they're well happy. Uh, you know, the sort of person that probably, you know, looks up on YouTube, Master Uguay, all Master Uguay clips from Kung Fu Panda, just watches those with pure, like- pure delight. Their like avatar is is Master Uguay's like yep. face, um, with like love I, hearts around it. Yeah, yep. I, like I could see them owning like uh, a tortoise as well, called uh-huh. Master Uguay. Yeah, Uguay um, Junior. Uh, yeah, Uguay Junior. Ah, <laughs> oh, what a what, just the love for Kung Fu Panda this person yeah. has is excellent. Um, it is. And whether they own a Galapagos tortoise, which apparently is what. Uh, Master Uguay is ah, um, there you go. quite a large, large rule. Just looking at the image, quite a large one. So maybe you couldn't. Um, there's there's an image of someone actually just sitting on one. <laughs> oh, don't sit, sit on the tortoises. Kind of, yeah, don't. Yeah, and I'm that sure Master Uguay wouldn't stand for that either. I think actually, I think he'd be kind of chill. He's pretty chill. I yeah, think he'd he is fine actually, with it. isn't he? Yeah. Um, I can't remember if he does any fighting in Kung Fu uh, Panda. I don't think he does any fight. I think he does. There's like a bit where he like touches Tai Lung and oh, yeah. makes him freeze. He doesn't actually fight him. He just kind of like goes boop and then and Tai he Lung's just has on the that floor. Power. Yeah, and that's why he simp for him because he's just like he's just he's pure just, power, just effortless power yeah. from Master Uguay. Wow. Um, I hope they did well in that match. Or sort of. Uh, uh, oh, let's have a look. I really get. I'm getting behind this this person. Do you know what Master Ugo Simp was uh, a sky on the enemy team match that that I that I did a couple of weeks ago, uh, and they had 28 kills, which wow. was double the amount that the second best player on their team had at round 10. So there you go. Very good. Yeah. Very or good round player. 20 rather, not round 10. 10. We had 10 rounds each. It was a draw. I think that match did end in a draw actually. That's just reminded me as well to to watch um, Kung Fu Panda three, um, <laughs> just because <laughs> I I've watched the first one a lot. I think I've watched the second. I need to watch the third because it seems like Uguay's, uh sort of still around there. A little spoiler if you haven't yeah. seen Kung Fu Panda three. I don't, like, 
Um, oh gosh. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. Um, yeah. Well, <laughs> just an excellent name. To be honest, just a really good name. It's a good, that's, I had to end it on that one. That's the that's the winner. Oh, oh thank you for those names. That's um, it's a surprisingly wholesome ending to that yeah. uh, names. Uh, bit. Thank you very much for listening to this episode of the Ultimate Audio Bang. If you want to make sure you never miss an episode, then be sure to subscribe via your podcasting platform of choice. There are also a number of other ways you can support the show. You can follow us on Twitter. RPS is at Rock Paper Shot. I am at From Edward and Imogen is at Imi Beck. And if you want to chat to some lovely people, you can go join the RPS Discord. Uh, that's at discord.gg slash rockpapershotgun. And you can also get some very nice clothes in the form of RPS shirts and hoodies. Just head on over to our official Teespring store to see what threads we're selling and whether you'd like to put them on. Uh, and last but not least, uh, for all your PC gaming needs, uh, make sure you head on over to rockpapershotgun.com. So that's it from the both of us. Uh, we'll see you later. Bye. Bye. Bye.